Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the basic PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is personal power. And first off, I would like to introduce your speaker for tonight. We have a very special guest with us this evening, Mr. Cortland Warren. Cortland is an instructor of the PSI Basic Seminar for nearly 10 years now. He attended all of the PSI classes in 2001. He is very passionate about his work and loves assisting people in their own personal transformation. Cortland, are you with us? I am, Kat, and thank you very much for such a kind introduction. And good evening to those of you who are joining us tonight. Be you graduates of uh, PSI seminars or just being introduced, thank you for making yourself a, cro- a priority and being with us on tonight's call. The odds of me being here are uh, pretty small. Uh, an African-American male raised at times on welfare by a single mom in southeast Oklahoma is unlikely to travel the country facilitating predictable transformational experiences. And just like you, I've met disappointment, heartbreak, and I have my own uh, frustrations and challenges as well. And what I've discovered is that the key to happier, more fulfilling, and wealthy life experiences is within this ideal of personal power. And so I am really excited to share with you tonight some of what have been my own life experiences, some I've been taught by mentors and coaches along the way, and other and other pieces of this content are the result of my continued research and development around uh, personal transformation. Uh, through this teleclass tonight, uh, together we will explore the meaning of personal power and how to determine when you have it and also when you don't. From there, we'll look closely at the four key mindsets of those who display great personal power. And then we'll recap the call. Uh, We'll have some time for question and answer. And to conclude, you'll be able to register for the next free teleclass uh, that's hosted by PSI Seminars. And so let's just dive right in. Uh, What is power? Uh, By definition, power is the ability to cause or prevent an action. And then personal power would be the ability to cause or prevent an action in your own life. And so personal power is really your ability to make something happen, to say it in more uh, you know, simplistic terms. Your ability to cause something to happen. It may also be your ability to stop or to prevent something from happening. And thus you are powerless when You're only powerless when you cannot act. You're only ever powerless when there's absolutely nothing that you can do. And you'll see throughout this call that it's actually very rare, very rare that you're ever in the place where there's not anything that you can do. People who display great personal power uh, in my my research and in my own life experiences, I've found these key mindsets are a part of every person I've ever witnessed who displays great personal power. And first and foremost, uh, people who display great personal power have a very high degree of personal integrity. They simply do what they say they're going to do. And though that may sound on the surface, you know, pretty simplistic, just look back over the last 24 hours of your, of your life and then go back over the last three days, take the last week, uh, even into the last 30 days, and just explore how often you've given your word to do something, either to yourself, 
or you gave your word or made an agreement with someone else. And how often do you keep it? Uh, how often did you keep the agreement? And when were those times when you did not? Now, for some people, uh, those who display less personal power, there are degrees of their word, meaning, well, it depends on what I gave my word to or even who I gave my word to. And oftentimes, those people closest to us, in my experience, uh, those closest to us sometimes get the worst of us. They get the justifications of, well, they know how I am, or they'll understand. And what I found with those who display great personal power is that they are adamant about keeping their word and doing what they say they're going to do. In my view, integrity is really about that. It's not what you do when everyone's watching, but more what are you doing when you think no one sees. And so what you'll find is that your confidence will go, will grow, your confidence will continue to expand in direct relationship to the way in which you keep your word, and especially when you give your word to yourself. Sometimes we find that giving our word to other people, and we bend over backwards to make sure that it happens, we go the extra mile so that we look good uh, in their eyes or we're able to protect our image. And then when it comes to ourselves, there are times when we make it a little bit easier to uh, let ourselves off the hook. Um, but what I found is consistent in those who display great personal power is that they have a very high degree of personal integrity. They do what they say they're going to do. They keep their word, especially to themselves. They make keeping the word to themselves a higher priority even than keeping the word to other people. That's the first mindset. Mindset number two is people who display great personal power have a belief that they have a high social and uh, moral purpose. They believe that their life on the planet is meaningful. They believe that they are, he that they are here for a reason, and they take great pride in this idea that unless they fulfill their unique mission, then there will be work that goes undone in the world. Now, whether they've convinced themselves of that, whether anyone else believes them or not, it really doesn't matter. But that is truly how they prioritize their day. It's the way that they make decisions throughout the course of their day. Uh, they and they they think in ways that are consistent with their purpose being fulfilled. And what is true, and we explore this in our courses, the basic seminar, uh, and even our advanced courses, uh, more particularly the leadership uh, men's leadership class and the women's leadership course. Decision making becomes a lot easier when you're clear about what your purpose is. The bare bones of it comes down to this. Make decisions that are consistent with your purpose being fulfilled. And so when you find yourself in a spot, well, do I go left or do I go right? Do I go forward? Do I move backward? Like what decision to make? When your purpose is clear, that becomes a whole lot easier. It's really simple. Does making this decision move me closer to or move me away from fulfilling my purpose? And those who have, who display great personal power, have a belief that their mission, their vision, their contribution to the world is meaningful and is also relevant. And so if for you, you find that you're not as, you know, you don't feel as much power as you once did, or if you would like to gain greater uh, power and influence in your own life, then a place to begin to look is your purpose and how far does your purpose or your mission extend? And by, by extend, what I mean is that do, when you look at your purpose and your, where you gather meaning, uh, do you see that your purpose goes beyond, well, is it just within your household or your immediate sphere of influence? Can you see it going out so outside of your home and into your neighborhood or your community? Can you stretch it out even more and see that you can make a contribution that, that affects uh, your city or a vision that affects the state in which you live?
keep expanding it and have uh, developed a way to make a contribution that could affect our country and more broadly even the world. Those who have or display great personal power have this belief that their contribution uh, is meaningful. And so in displaying great personal power and in leaving a legacy more specifically, there is a degree of selflessness that is included in that because in order to truly leave a legacy, it requires that you be selfless because when you leave a legacy, there, it is inherent in that you will not always get to see the contributions that you've made. And so in asking yourself, whose life will be better because you've lived here? Who, will, who, are, the, who are the generations you know, beyond you, your own that will be thankful uh, that you have lived? You may be at that place right now where you can see or imagine yourself making that level of contribution, and I recognize that uh, you may not see that for yourself right now, but continued personal development uh, will definitely enable you to see that your being here, your being on the planet at this point in history, at this time in evolution is purposeful and that there is a contribution for you to make. The more you see that, the more personal power you yourself will be in possession of. And so per mindset number one, personal integrity. Mindset number two, high social and moral purpose. The third mindset of those who display great personal power is the understanding that nothing is missing. They recognize that all is energy, that everything that they need, they have within, and they are able to operate with a very high level of confidence because of that. The opposite of this mindset would be a person who says, well, uh, I would make a greater contribution, I would be more successful, I would experience greater happiness if I knew the right people, if I had more money now, if I had more time, uh, if I was in the right circles of influence, if, 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 if. Whereas those who display great personal power recognize that everything that they need is within them already. What is true is that everything is energy anyway. And so what great personal power is the ability to essentially transform the, uh, the form that the current energy is taking. Now, I know that sounds like, huh, what did he just say? And uh, I've already uh, committed to Kat that we would do an, a completely separate uh, teleclass at some point in the future where we will dive into this particular concept because it's definitely counterintuitive. But a Cliff Notes version of it would work uh, something like this. Let's say that a person's desire is to have a loving, passionate, committed relationship, or their desire is to have greater financial liberty. And so what we would first do is identify that what you really want is not the relationship or the money, but rather you want the feeling that you believe that those uh, that those outcomes would be uh, would produce in your life. You don't. It's the relationship, yes, but it's also how you would feel in an empowered relationship. Uh, it's not the uh, actual or the material money that you want as much as it is the feeling or the access that that level of financial liberty would provide. And so, what we do is we first identify well, what is the feeling that you would have. Or what is the feeling that you imagine having once that outcome is produced in your life? And once you identify that, in, once you identify what that feeling is, then you then you look into your life very in a very in-depth way and find out where that feeling is already present. So if the feeling is, well, I would feel uh, lovable, I would feel loved, I would feel empowered, whatever the feeling is. That, you're, that you believe that this other outcome would produce for you, you find where in your life it's already present. It may be currently present with your children. It may be in your career. It may be in uh, your love for uh, your animals. It could be a relationship or a friendship where these qualities are present, but it's there. It's there someplace in your life. 
And by identifying where it's already present, what this does is it removes any limiting conversations, any limiting beliefs. And those who've been to the basic seminar, you know we refer to these as programs. And those who are uh, soon to attend the basic seminar, I hope, uh, we refer to it as programs, limiting beliefs, conditioning, conditioning, ways of thinking that get in the way of you having more of what it is that you want. By identifying where in your life this feeling is already present, it dismisses the limiting belief of, I don't deserve it, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, right? Because if that were true, then it would be nowhere in your life in any shape or form. So the fact that you can identify in your life where this particular feeling already exists, then it dismisses the limiting belief or conversation. And as a result of having that now removed, now you become essentially an alchemist, right? And your job then is to change the form that this particular feeling is represented in. And so you may want to go from, uh, you may change it from the form of, you know, within your children to the feeling that you would also have by having greater financial liberty or the intimate loving relationship that you desire to have. And if that sounds a bit, you know, in-depth, not to worry, uh, just be listening uh, for uh, the teleclass where, we'll, where we will be covering this particular uh, concept, which really does uh, draw into gratitude and uh, responsibility for what you are for what you're creating. Those who display great personal power really operate from the adage of life is not happening to me; I am happening to life, based on the choices and the decisions that I make. And so consider, you know, one context to live your life from is life is happening to me. Another context to live your life from is life is happening for me. And if you were to really operate and live your life from the place of life is happening for me, then no matter what you were faced with, no matter what challenges come up, no matter what frustrations come up, if it's happening for you, then you begin to look immediately for what is the lesson that is to be learned, and who is the man or woman that you will become uh, in the process uh, as, you, as you're growing. So that's my mindset number three, is the recognition that nothing is missing. And then mindset number four is those who display great personal power recognize that their greatest tool, their greatest weapon, is their ability to think independent of their current circumstances. Everything is created twice, right? So from the, you know, phone that you're using or computer, whatever, uh, in whatever form you're using to listen to uh, this call, uh, or if you're keeping notes, the, the pen that you're using, the notebook that you have in hand, uh, the home in which you live, the clothes you wear, the car you drive, everything is created twice. So think for a moment, where is it created first? Is first created in the mind of the man or woman who has the idea. Then there is the physical manifestation of it. But first, there is the image or the picture of the desired outcome. And so if it's true for these material um, objects, why wouldn't it also be true for the other areas of your life? What if you discovered that the relationship that you're in or the lack of relationship has been created twice? in your financial situation created twice, your health uh, condition created twice. First in the mind, then there is the physical manifestation of it. How does this relate to great personal power? Well, those who display uh, tremendous personal power recognize their ability to think or create something different than what their current circumstances or situation might be. Being upset with yourself about where you are currently is futile because the results that you have in your life, as we explore in great detail in the basic seminar, the results that you have in your life are evidence of what your predominant ways of thinking have been. And so if you want a new, if you want something different tomorrow, figuratively, if you want something different tomorrow, then you begin to think differently uh, today. And so what this, uh, this concept is the understanding that no matter what I might be dealing with, 
no matter what it is that you're going through or what challenge you're faced with right now, you have the ability to think independent of, the, of your current reality. You could have just gone through a nasty breakup. It could be that you've just filed for bankruptcy. It could be any challenge or frustration that you're dealing with, your ability to think independent of that. Like, so I could, I could have just gone through the, the worst, you know, experience of heartbreak or uh, be struggling, you know, financially, and yet, even in the midst of that, I can imagine something different. And I speak, and I speak to that from my own life experiences. You know, so often growing up and uh, the, the challenges that I saw my mom face with and our family face with, there was a part of me that always believed that there was something more, something different, more had to be possible, there had to be more to life than what I was experiencing in that moment. Now, at that time, I didn't recognize that I was using a concept from uh, the basic seminar. I had no idea that I was employing that particular tool or technique, but as I began to study it, read it, and now facilitate it and teach it, I'm able to look back and say, that's exactly what I was doing, and so I know from my own life experience that it works. You, and as far as we've been able to uncover or discover uh, to this point in our evolution, we're the only species that has this ability, that this ability to think independent of what your current reality is. Now, sometimes this, uh, it also works uh, in reverse. Because you could be at a place where things are rocking and rolling. You could be in a place where you're the happiest you've been in your relationship. You're feel, uh, you feel fulfilled in your career. Uh, you've, you understand the money game and everything is rocking and rolling. However, if you haven't done the work uh, to uh, have a belief system or a consciousness that is consistent with maintaining that, then you'll find ways to sabotage it. You'll find ways to lose it. And so even though things are going great, because you fear losing it, then you are in your – so even though things are going great, you fear losing it, and as a result, you begin to set the, set the ball rolling to sabotage uh, what is what you said you've always wanted. So it works, uh, it works both ways. This ability to think independent of – circumstances or independent of reality is our greatest power. It is the power that has really uh, changed our world. When you consider heroes and heroines throughout history, right, they were moved by this idea. They were moved by this principle that what is is not all that there is to it, or what is is not the way that it has to continue to be. Thinking independent of circumstances is a key for displaying great uh, personal power. And so those four mindsets, personal integrity, high social and moral purpose, nothing is missing, and uh, using your imagination are the four mindsets that I found as uh, characteristic of all men and women who display great personal power. Now my hope is that in hearing that, you hear that all of those four qualities or mindsets are ones that you can take possession of. That each one of those four things are things that each one of us has the capacity to do. And it's, it's my belief that the things that make men and women great are things that all men and women can do. It's just that great men and women will actually do those things. And so uh, to, you know, just to recap the call, and then we're going to take some time for question and answer, uh, understand that your ability to cause or to prevent an action from happening in your life is what personal power is. It's within you. In any moment that you have the time to act, or if there's ever anything that you can do, regardless of how great or how small, the fact that you can take an action is evidence that you still have power in that particular situation. You're only ever powerless when there's absolutely nothing that you can do and because we can always think differently than what we're currently thinking, then it's very, very rare. I look to stay from absolutes, but it's very rare that we're ever in a place where we are 100%
completely um, powerless. Right. So, Kat, I know we have uh, a question and answer period, and so uh, let's uh, let's take some questions. Uh, yes, we have quite a few questions. Uh, first off, we have AC who asks, what is personal power and how do I identify it? So uh, how do you find your personal power? I don't. Well, great question, AC. And the uh, I would suggest that it's more than finding your personal power uh, is actually giving your power up right? because your power comes from within. And so if you're looking at any place or to anyone external to you, then that is a uh, then you are you are actually giving up your power right so your personal power is in your ability to cause or to prevent an action from taking place in your life and i really didn't highlight it a lot um on uh, on the call here but it's sometimes just as powerful to stop a thing from happening as it is to cause as it is to cause a thing to happen so your personal power is within you and it's in your ability to cause or prevent an action from happening in your life and so to identify how you want to display your power ask yourself what is the change that you desire to make and then what can you do to influence uh, that change or be causal in that change happening yeah and next up ch when i feel empowered how do i keep the feeling Wow, that's a, a wonderful question, and uh, it, my answer may be counterintuitive um, because if I'm understanding, it, if the question is, well, how do I keep it, how do I maintain it, uh, and never let it go, uh, how does it run consistently, uh, I would suggest that that's not wise to do. Right? In fact, there are periods of rest that are required. And so it is okay at times to be doing nothing. Uh, it is okay at times to move into a period of rest. Every one of us, uh, and you know, even every machine, right, requires a rest period or a time for refueling. It is not possible to continually move uh, 24 hours, you know, uh, for the day, right? We will, uh, if 24 hours a day, seven days a week, perpetually, not possible, right? And so uh, I'll get I'll get to the answer in a moment. But I first want to say that it is okay to rest and to actually build in times where you're resting and refueling. And then, uh, if the question is, you know, how do I keep it without losing it? Just know that you don't lose it. Uh, you only give it away. As long as you recognize your power to act, your power to think independent of your uh, circumstances, your power to build your confidence through personal integrity, all of those are uh, your responsibility and remain yours. And so unless you give those away, they are actually always yours. But some, you know, in personal development, Kat, you know this to be true, like in personal development and our graduates say, okay, well, I've got to go, I've got to go, got to go, got to go, because we feel like if we're not doing anything, then we're, we're losing or missing out, when in truth, it's actually wise to build in periods of refueling and resting so that you're able to go again for the uh, fulfillment of your purpose. Uh, absolutely. Uh, next up, we have J.M., how do I shore myself up when I feel disempowered? Right on. Uh, so that feeling of disempowerment is one that I can definitely relate to. Uh, and I believe that everyone on the call, like we've had times where we had a challenge or a, a frustration or something that was keeping us up at night. And there are times when you feel uh, disempowered. However, just because you feel that way doesn't mean that you are. Okay, and so to, to shore yourself up, go back to what your purpose is. See, the only place, again, where we are powerless is when we cannot act. And oftentimes we find ourselves worrying about things that we cannot directly influence or change. 
we cannot take an action that would actually change an outcome in that particular arena or area in that realm. And so when that's happening, yeah, we feel powerless, and rightfully so, because if, that, if we're worried about that or concerned about that, we're off mission, okay? We're off purpose. And so if you are genuinely feeling disempowered or powerless, go back to uh, mindset number uh, two, the high social and moral purpose, and get back on track because the likelihood is if you're genuinely, genuinely feeling disempowered, it's because you're off mission and off purpose. Get back in your lane and, um, you know, get, get back into your lane and make the contribution that you're here to make. Uh, and as long as you're focused on that, it's very unlikely that you'll feel truly uh, powerless or disempowered. Great. Next up, P.S., what is the difference between personal power and personal success, or is there a difference? Um, the, the difference in personal power and personal success, in my view, is personal success is the outcome from how one has used their personal power. So we all have personal power. It's just that within some people, it lies dormant. They either don't recognize that they have the power or they're unwilling to display it or use it, right? But the power is still there. It's just it's, it's a dormant power. Whereas personal success is the result of using your power in a way that generates the outcomes and the successes that you desire to have. So one is the potential. Personal power is the potential. The other is the uh, the result, okay, and success being the result in whatever way you define it. Okay, then LP, how do we create a balanced inner confidence without falling into ego-based thinking? There's a few different questions here about um, what is personal power versus ego and how do you obtain personal power without being offensive. So um, if you could address that. Okay. I don't. I'll, I'll 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 make an attempt, right? Uh, the uh, personal power and ego, and then uh, you said something right there towards the end, uh, maybe related to another question. How do I do it without being offensive? Uh, you know, I don't operate from a place of being liked by everyone. Right now, that doesn't mean be a jerk, but being you know liked by everyone is, in my view, a recipe for failure. Right. And just know that when you're truly on purpose and truly on your mission, there are going to be people who have some resistance to that because they're witnessing someone do what they could be doing, uh, but for whatever reason, they are unwilling to do it. And so uh, if you're going to really display great personal power, just know that that's, that that's part of, you know, that's part of the deal. Uh, related to ego, I, I believe that when we are, operated from a place of personal power, as we've outlined uh, in the call, especially around uh, a purpose that contributes to the world outside of, outside of and including your immediate um, sphere of influence, it really uh, lessens the amount of ego that gets involved. Because if your contribution is really, a con if you're really looking to make a contribution that is felt long after you're here. Right? We, we understand that we are not immortal. However, we can make an immortal contribution. If your focus is on an immortal contribution, if your focus is on having the world be better, having lives be better because you've lived here, if that's truly your focus, then uh, it lessens uh, and actually, I believe, can completely remove um, the ego, right? And so speaking, you know, speaking of Know, being boastful or arrogant or whatever the case may, you know, look at me uh, type of, uh, you know, contributions, contributions made only to be seen, right, uh, that won't work if you're truly in alignment with these four mindsets that we've laid out here. And so have your contribution be one that is of service to humanity and to serve the greatest number of people to help the greatest number of people solve their challenges and frustrations 
Uh, if you're focused there, then you're, you're, you're outside of yourself, you're outward focused, and the contribution will be felt. doesn't mean that there, there won't be other people who uh, despise the contribution you're making, right? but have that not be your concern. Have your, your purpose and contribution be where your uh, focus is and the way in which you, gu you guide your decision-making. Next up, we have JB. How is my personal power greater than the power that comes from the universe? Well, uh, JB, uh, I, great question, and thank you for uh, participating uh, in tonight's call. The, your, your, I would suggest that your personal power is not greater than the power that exists in the universe. Okay, uh, I would say that your personal power is in alignment with, uh, your personal power is part of the power that is available in the universe. And so I don't see it as being a greater than or, uh, I don't see it as being a greater than, okay, as much as an understanding that you can tap into it. And so, as again, we all have or possess personal power. And so I look at the universe as a collective, like all of that personal power, you know, connected as one, okay? Individually, then we can understand that, okay, my personal power isn't greater than that, but isn't it exciting to know that you are plugged into that, that you are like part and parcel of all that is. And so uh, rather than be greater than, to see yourself as part of, and now how will you use the fraction of the you know, universal power that you have, how will you use it to impact change in a great way, to influence or to assist more men and women in seeing that they too have access to this infinite supply of energy and uh, wisdom, knowledge, and power. Great, next up we have CM. What actions can I take to stay empowered when guiding my son and leave him empowered too? The greatest uh, gift that you could be to your son is to be a model of personal power displayed. Uh, surely along the way there will be conversation and there will be advice, but the greatest example you can be is to be a model of what it is that you're teaching. And I know um, that that immediately comes to mind for me in my relationship uh, with my mom. It is uh, the greatest model is what you display, even more so words and the conversations that may come about. Now, that being said, what are some of the things that uh, that serve to empower and to enhance his life experience, take you know, uh, take the notes from tonight's call and begin to share them with him. Uh, the investment that you're making in yourself and in your personal development, uh, have it not just be a an investment that benefits you, but have it benefit all the lives that you touch and your son an example of that. Uh, conversations with him about the notes that you have from courses that you've taken or getting his getting his perspective or his view on uh, what personally empowers him. And then find out also what's important to him. Because oftentimes where we lose our power is because we're looking to appease or please someone else. And what is great for the someone else may not be in alignment with my purpose. And so as a model for him uh, and as an example, have conversations whereby he knows that what's important to him is valued not only to him but valued to you also and uh, speak words of encouragement uh, look to see the best in him and not from a place of just you know fluff but really identify the places where he's displayed great effort and resilience and created an outcome and point to the, the amount of work that he put in in order to create what it is, you know, whether that's grades in school or, you know, a project that he's working on, point to the effort and the work that he was willing to put in in order to get that outcome. 
Uh, but primarily it's about you displaying great personal power so that you are a model or an example to him of what that looks like, feels like, and what it feels like as well to be around it. Okay, next we have a couple of questions from uh, folks who have not yet done the PSI courses. First, from SK, what are some of the habits people who've overcome doubt and fear do on a regular basis? Right on. That's a brilliant question. Because what, that su- what that suggests is that you're looking to get into the mindset of people who are creating the results that, uh, that you desire. What we find is that those who are highly successful people, they first, they have a practice of reviewing their personal mission and goals on a daily basis. So what that says is they have it written down uh, and it's placed someplace where they can see it and review it often. Whether it's a notebook that they carry around with them or goals on a refrigerator or mirror, they have a place that they review their goals on a daily basis and oftentimes multiple times uh, during the day. Secondly, highly successful people have a disciplined practice of meditation and creative visualization. They've built into their daily routines a practice of meditation and or visualization, meaning they're seeing the perfect positive end result. In their mind's eye, they, they recognize their ability to create. They know that, they, that everything is created twice, and so they have a disciplined practice of seeing the outcomes in their lives uh, that they desire to have uh, at you know points in the future, be they physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. And then the third and final, uh, not the final, but a third very uh, key aspect of this is that highly successful people, they know where their time goes. Highly successful people are extremely uh, disciplined in their time. So they know uh, from they know where they were and when they were there. They know how much time they spent, uh, and because they recognize that time is the resource that is is a resource that they have that's most important, but is also finite. And uh, they recognize that it is very valuable. And so therefore, they they are adamant about keeping the time and knowing that the time that they spend is going towards the creating the results uh, that they want to have. So reviewing their goals, uh, visualization, and they are uh, disciplined in their time management. Great. Second question here from KM. Best ways to employ powerful self-talk and internal dialogue to overcome confidence issues? I don't. Okay. So uh, great question. And here's a very, uh, uh, a, a very specific exercise taken right from the basic seminar, and it's one of the th- over 33 ex- uh, concepts that we explore uh, in the course of the basic. But uh, one of the things that you can do is to write your I am statements, okay, your I am statements. And so I am, and then you fill in the blank with whatever it is the quality that you desire to have. And make a list of 25, all right? And so for graduates, if you haven't, uh, you know, practiced it in a while, do it over the next 30 days and uh, report back, you know, to um, our Facebook page on, on what results you see as a, um, as a result. Uh, but you can uh, list your IMs, you know, of 25 statements. I am confident because confidence is something that you want to grow. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am lovable, I am grateful. You just fill in the qualities, and then once you have them written down, make copies and put those copies up in places that you are going to be seeing it frequently. It could be someplace uh, in the console um, uh, dashboard of your car. It could be on your refrigerator. It could be on your bathroom mirror. But wherever you're going to see it throughout the course of the day, and as your confidence is building, then every time that you go to that area and you see the list, you read it aloud. Read it up now. It's not just about saying the words, okay, KM? It's not just about saying the words, but you have to emotionalize it, all right? And so it's not just, you know, I am loving. 
you you hit not monotone, right? It's I am loving. I am loving. You 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 say it until you feel it, okay? And so by emotionalizing uh, the statement, okay, what you're actually doing is going back to uh, key mindset uh, number three, which is nothing is missing. It's you recognize when you emotionalize it. That's actually you recognizing that it's already present within you. But just uh, but again, we're going to cover that on a different call. But uh, as a particular exercise. Uh, write I am statements out, 25 of them. Place them in places where you can see them and review them often. And every time you read it, emotionalize it, and uh, you'll begin to notice the difference fairly quickly. Great. Next from BD, how do you push through the hesitations caused by prior failure? Well, you, it's okay. so how do you push through the hesitation that is caused by uh, past failure? Uh, the the best way to do it is to recognize that it wasn't failure if you still have an opportunity uh, to move forward. If you still have the opportunity to move forward, it wasn't failure. It was feedback. Right? You learned, as Edison would say, you learned the 10,000 ways that didn't work. Right? So those who highly successful people have a completely uh, different approach to failure than most people. And I would encourage all of us to take this on and uh, specifically increase your failure rate. Yep, I said it. It's counterintuitive, I know, but increase your failure rate. We, somewhere along the way, we start to get to this idea that failing was a bad thing. In truth, we are where we are at this place in history, at this stage in our evolution, because of uh corrected errors and mistakes, things that didn't work, and someone, including everyone on this call, we've had times where we had to keep working on it until we got it right. Whether that's a child learning to walk or a child learning to feed themselves and spell their name, we learn from the errors. We learn from the mistakes. And so increase your failure rate, and every time you fail, know that it's feedback and get excited about it because you know that if it didn't stop you, then it was only a fuel or food, right, to keep you growing. And so that hesitation uh, goes away when you shift the way that you view it. All right. Okay, last question. R.S., if you could pick one priority for personal power, what would it be? Great question. Uh, the, the one priority for personal power, in my view, is personal integrity. Your confidence will rise or your confidence falls in direct proportion to keeping your word. I used to say, you know, that I just, you know, I want to make money, and that was all I thought about. You know, even coming into uh, the basic seminar back in June of 2001, that's all I wanted. Sure, my relationships were a mess, and sure, you know, I was unwilling to commit to anything long term. Sure, you know, I wasn't in the best physical shape, but all I wanted was to make more money. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that kind of described, you know, my life and what I had gone through. Um, and for many years, if you had asked me what I wanted, that would have been my reply. But now as a father and watching my sons grow up, uh, that has completely changed for me. And if you'd asked me now, well, Cortland, what is the thing that you want most? I say that the thing that I want most is I want my sons to say about me that my dad or that their dad did what he said he would do. To me, that is the most powerful gift that I can give them. And what I've done with that is I now share with them my dreams and goals so that a lot of the lifestyle things that I still desire Okay, a lot of those things are still present. I haven't given up on those, right? Because now, though, when I share my goals and dreams with them, and I now know that I've told them that there's something that I'm going to do or accomplish, it puts me on the hook uh, even more. And so uh, the one thing that has transformed my life the most is personal integrity. It is the one key component to personal power that I would absolutely unequivocally say, if you're only going to take one of the four, 
take this one because it will drive actually the other three. When you say you're going to do it, do it, especially, especially when you give your word to yourself. Yeah. Great. Well, that leaves us with a few minutes. Uh, if you'd like to go ahead and wrap up the call, give us uh, what the major takeaway points are uh, from your teaching. Okay. Awesome. Well, again, uh, thank you very much for uh, your time and your attention. Uh, and my hope is that uh, the call was valuable for you. Uh, thank you uh, for making yourself a priority and recognizing that personal development is a lifestyle. It's not a course that you attend one weekend. It's a way of life. And continued maintenance on that uh, empowers you going forward, and your being on the call here tonight displays that. Uh, specific to this call tonight and personal power, uh, it's, it's, it's by definition, personal power is the ability to cause or prevent an action in your life. It is your ability to make something happen or stop something from happening, and you're only powerless when you cannot act. The four uh, mindsets of those who display great personal power our first, personal integrity. They are people who do what they say they're going to do. Secondly, they have a belief that they have a high social and moral purpose, that their, their being on the planet matters and is going to mean something because it contributes to the lives of other people. Uh, number three, they recognize that nothing is missing, that everything that they need to be, do, and have, whatever it is that they desire, they already have it within. And number four, they recognize their power to think independent of their circumstances. So they are, they don't, their mood or tone is not set by what their current reality is. They recognize that they have uh, absolute power over that because they have power over their thinking. So thank you again for being with me on the call tonight. And uh, my hope that it is that it was valuable to you. And Kat, I am appreciative to you for providing me with the opportunity. I'll turn it back over to you. Uh, this was an awesome call, Cortland, and I'm definitely going to hold you to that for a future call. So thank you so much for, for sharing your insight and wisdom with us tonight. Mm. You're very welcome. Very welcome. I was just taking, I'm sorry, I was just giving you a drink of water. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, June 9th, and the topic is balance. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com, and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page, and we love having your input. Go to facebook.com forward slash psiseminars and share your thoughts. What did you get out of the call and how are you going to implement this in your life? Again, for those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Thank you, everyone, for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.